You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back to another edition of NFL University. I'm Steven Serta of Arrowhead Pride. NFL University is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNNFL only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Got plenty to get to on today's show. Got an update on the Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson punishment hearing that we need to get to, as well as Terry McLaurin getting paid. Uh, Love Terry's game. Excited to see him get that contract in Washington. And there was a pretty big announcement this week on Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell signing a deal for an exhibition boxing match on July 30th at Crypto.com Arena. So that got us thinking we are going to pick uh, some of our favorite NFL players that we'd like to see in a boxing match uh, a little bit later in the show. But we begin today with a uh, a debate that that spilled over into the group chat between uh, uh, Kyle Posey of Niners Nation as well as Justice Mosqueda of Acme Packing Co. Uh, about something I sent out a little bit earlier on in the day uh, about eating leftover Chipotle. And I didn't have any chips, so I was just eating it with broken up tostada shells, which I actually think is better than the uh, Chipotle chips. But KP's got an issue with Chipotle. I, I don't think it was the tostada shells. I think it was the fact that I was just eating Chipotle. Tostada shells sound like they're better than anything that's at Chipotle. Um, I would go as far to say that uh, just sticking with the Tostada shells real quick. If you can find um, just like top tier tortilla chips, you are in for a great time. Like that is a necessity. But Chipotle, no flavor. I would not call that real Mexican. I would say um, it's like the Kirk Cousins of food, right? Like you can always do better. Like nobody really wants Chipotle, but it's a habit. I just, I've never understood it. Um, maybe you can speak to more of this, Steve, but I think it's just kind of out of routine. And I hope that this doesn't burst a lot of people's <laughs> bubbles and this might, you know, make a lot of enemies for me, but I hate to break it to you that the Chipotle that you've been eating all your life is not good. Cause you're in, you're in Arizona now. I don't know how it was in Iowa, but like I'm on the West coast. I, I I could throw a rock and find good Mexican food. There's a place around the corner for me. Great Mexican food. Tacos are a dollar fifty. You get four of them oh, for so six good. bucks. It's awesome. By the way, KP, have you tried? Uh, this is this goes for anyone. Tortilla chips. If you can find Juanitas, I'm, I'm sure you can order them online or something like that. Juanitas, fire. I I grew up probably five minutes away from the Juanitas factory. Amazing. Best chips. Like I it just ruined that. chips for me because I can't have like just normal scoops or something like that. Just ruined just it. Just threw a bag away last night. Like just finished a bag, I guess. Last of night. Juanitas? So, yeah. There yes. we go, baby. Yeah, Put a river Oregon five four one stand up. 
the, the, I don't know what the bag looks like. If I Steve, what's your go-to order at Chipotle? So my go-to order, and I'll explain my reasoning for eating Chipotle because I think it's a valid one. And I, I, I don't love love Chipotle, but like it's fine when you're just. I love that we're just like, picking on you right now. By the way, I gotta eat something, and I, I, I gotta just shuffle some food into my face. That's like when I eat Chipotle. But my go-to order is. White rice, black beans, bowl, of course, uh, steak, the pico, hot salsa, cheese, sour cream, lettuce, a little bit of corn salsa on top, and then get like chips and maybe a tortilla on the side and, and guac too. Got to get the guac. But my first, uh, my first coaching job when I moved here, um, we had a camp and that we had Chipotle. And maybe I'm still scarred from this, but our D line coach ordered like triple meat. And I just watched him eat it within like five minutes. And I, I've never been so like disgusted in my life by a human. Just like, oh, 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 oh come on. They man. give you the camps, they give you food. Yes, they, <laughs> they, they give you food. They actually like, do, yes. Like, I remember one time we were at a camp at uh, Linfield. It's a really good D3 program um, with a lot of local ties and stuff. And it's an open cafeteria, right? So, like, you can grab anything you want. It's kind of like a buffet almost. And the kids, dude, chocolate milk becomes currency. Like, it it, it might as well be American dollars at that point <laughs> at, a, at a football camp. Like, chocolate milk will take you a long way. So I will, I will say, though, last thing about Chipotle. I feel like I get judgmental about Mexican food, but I realize, like, it's because of like where I grew up. Like I had Mexican food at like the. Someone told me it was like the best Mexican spot in Mobile, Alabama. One time when I went down uh, for the Senior Bowl, that it was terrible. If that's the Mexican food I had, yeah, I'd just end up eating Chipotle. I remember like growing up, right? So like I'm I'm in the Pacific Northwest. Obviously, our 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 local water system is pretty great, right? It's just like runoff from like a mountain. And I remember growing up and being like, I don't get why people drink and buy plastic water bottles all the time. I don't understand. And then I went to Vegas and drank the tap water and was yeah. like, Yum. oh, <laughs> I would also yeah. be buying plastic water bottles Welcome if this the was desert. my situation. Yeah. yeah so, so I feel like I'm a little bit judgmental. Maybe the Mexican food in Kansas City, the options are, aren't as good. I know it's not in, in Mobile, Alabama, but on the West Coast, I don't, I don't have any need for it. I actually... Just got Chipotle for the first time at a wedding in uh, McMinnville, Oregon. Oh no! I went they to like a, catered Chipotle like for the wedding food. No, 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 no. It, that it would was, be amazing <laughs> if that was, was true. But at the I'd wedding, I'd be a little to, frustrated about that. Not to derail this too much, but the wedding happened on the corner of a UFO festival, and they were sta- saying their vows as like the drums started. So okay, that's something that happened. Okay, last thing about Chipotle, and this is just <laughs> me explaining myself really quick. So there are a lot of good Mexican spots in Kansas City, and a lot of good taco places. But I was just trying to order something quick, and I actually did look at two different Mexican spots that I was just going to order takeout from. But it was so expensive. Like one place, it was like twenty five bucks for like tacos and chips and salsa, and then the next place, it was like twenty seven dollars for tacos and chips and salsa. This isn't like Uber Eats. This is carry out. Like I'm going <laughs> to pick this thing up, and Inflation I was like kicking your ass, bro. I was like, man, I'm not. 
I was like, okay, I'm not spending $30 on tacos. Um, I'll just go to Chipotle and spend like 12 bucks and just crush it and move on with my day. So in that circumstance, I did have the right idea in, in trying to order locally from a good Mexican spot, but I settled for Chipotle because I didn't want to spend that much money. Um, I need to find a place here in Kansas city. That's like the place you got justice where there's like dollar 50 tacos. Cause yeah, so, yeah. I, fi- $5 a piece for a taco just seemed absolutely outrageous to me. So that's all the Chipotle talk uh, on today's episode, I promise. But let, let's get into uh, some of the quick quick news that we want to update you on. Uh, the hearing regarding a potential suspension for quarterback Deshaun Watson was underway on Tuesday. The NFL is looking for an indefinite suspension, reportedly according to Pro Football Talk for the Browns quarterback. And it, it continued today into Wednesday. Now, we don't know if it's necessarily – if there's going to be a conclusion to it today, if it's going to extend how long this could take, I would imagine it's going to be drawn out. But it seems like a suspension is coming in the near future, whether that's going to be season long, indefinite, or they're going to come to some kind of settlement with the Browns quarterback. But uh, there, there's not much to add there. It's just kind of an update for you guys. And we'll, we'll see where it goes from here. But uh, another news item Washington Commanders wide receiver Terry McLaurin signed a three-year extension worth up to $71 million in new money. That places him amongst the NFL's top five highest paid wide receivers in football. And I think Terry is one of the most underrated playmakers in football because his situation has just been absolutely terrible from a quarterback perspective in Washington. And he absolutely deserves this money. And I'm happy Terry got it with three years so he can still get away from Washington at some point. I think this was a good move for Terry in general. A great move to go three years and then still be able to get another lucrative contract while you still, you know, have your skills, you know, you're not over the hill yet. Um, This should have been a guaranteed contract just because of what he's been through and what he's about to go through for the next three years. Like who knows if Carson Wentz will even be the starter come midseason, right? So, I mean, I I would (laughs) – if we're talking about guaranteed contract, this would be the one for him. But yeah, as you said, he's he's very good. Um, when we do hand out these contracts, that's when the hyperbole starts to happen. I want to ask you guys: Do you think he's a top ten wide receiver? Easy, easily. Wow. I don't. I'd have to list him. He's in whatever whatever tier the tenth wide receiver is in. Terry's in that same tier. Okay. That makes sense. I don't know if he's top 10, but he's good. I mean, 24, $24 million on a short-term contract where he's going to be able to get another opportunity to sign another deal in his prime. That's, that's a great spot for him. I think. Yeah. Would and you rather have, would you rather have Terry McLaurin or T Higgins? Terry. T's going to get paid next year, I believe. Um, there's like a group of, uh, younger wideouts like Debo, DK, they're about to get paid this summer too. Steve, D, uh, T or Terry? I'd rather have Terry too. Um, and there, there is so many talented wide receivers right now. Maybe he's not exactly in the top 10, but I think that he is that caliber of player. Like, I, I just don't know how many wide receivers in the NFL could put the numbers that he's put up with just the awful, like horrendous quarterback situation that he's had. He's... <laughs> It's it's kind of reminiscent of Stefan Diggs with Kirk Cousins, but Terry's situation is so much worse than Kirk was with Diggs. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we are going to build some of what we'd like to see uh, be NFL boxing matches uh, this coming off of the announcement that Adrian Peterson is going to fight Le'Veon Bell in an exhibition boxing match on July 30th at Crypto.com Arena. First of all, any thoughts on this fight? AP, Lev Bell, who's got the upper hand? I was like, all I can think of is just jokes. Like, is AP going to show up with like a switch? Is he going to have like a prop? um i don't i don't know is this gonna even be any good it feels like most of the time when they do this like the frank gore one um it, it doesn't end well for the athletes so, um. <laughs> so do you guys do you guys get in on these like exhibition boxing matches like oh and- i'll watch them i watch the jake paul fight bro like see I'll- i'm not i'm not really into it like i don't really care um because it feels so- like a money grab is that why yeah it's just it's just a money grab and like yeah the paul brothers like i just generally seem like they kind of suck as people and so i just don't want to buy their pay-per-views and support kinda. them in any way oh we're we're not buying we're not buying them <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just watching <laughs> i'm just watching yeah i will say the the one immediate thought is crypto.com arena i wonder how long that lasts it's not like a 10-year contract i don't i don't know if they they have the liquid and to pay for 10 did years. They, yeah did they get that money up front I need a Jake Paul fight to keep uh, to keep that tenure contract. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see what happens with AP and Le'Veon Bell. Um, yeah, I don't really have any thoughts on the fight either. We'll see. I got I, mean, I got AP. I got AP. Yeah, I feel like I like his chances. AP's got the legendary like hand breaking handshake, and so you feel like maybe he could just throw a good punch. I don't know about Le'Veon Bell, but I, I feel like Le'Veon Bell is really into boxing. Is like part of his workout routine. Well, he's really into rapping too. And the, here's the problem: <laughs> I've heard his raps; they're not good. So yeah, they're they, not great. I've seen him operate with confidence outside of football and, and not really succeed. So, I, I got AP in this. Do you, have you seen the lines? Is there a line here? I don't, I don't know. We should check DraftKings. Plug, plug, plug. Yeah, hey. say I have to imagine there's got to be one. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe there isn't a turnaround yet, but there's got to be one at some point. The way I did this was kind of I was kind of trying to think of like fair fights in terms of weight size. And so I kind of went by position and KP gave us some fights kind of based off of just NFL beef, which is probably the better way to do it. Um, Like your your top fight was Baker versus Odell Beckham Jr. Like, yeah, I think that's a fight. I I might actually pay to see that. Like, I think I might actually pay for that fight. Crypto, that's what you should have hosted right there. Um, could you imagine just the buildup and the lead up with everything that went on with uh, in both of their seasons last year and how Baker is kind of on the outside looking in. Baker, for whatever reason, wants to leave Cleveland right now, even though he could set himself up for a nice little payday if he were to just play another year with all the weapons that they have and the teams they have. Um, by the way, uh, Peterson is an underdog. He's plus 140. Uh, Bell is minus 180, so maybe they have some hidden videos of Bell fighting that we haven't seen. I don't know. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Also, there's no way, in terms of Baker, OBJ, 
we're talking to healthy OBJ, right? Like he doesn't have to fight like in the next two months. <laughs> well, of course. There's, like, there's no way Baker has hands. No way. <laughs> Baker, no. it like seems like a guy like if there's a brawl on the field, he's definitely shoving before he's punching. He's calling his dad. I do. <laughs> I feel like Baker's the yeah. He he's the loud guy. Like he's. He's willing rah, to start rah. it with his mouth, and then he lets his buddies come in. And, uh, <laughs> Hold me back. What? Hold me back. I'm trying to think. The only time we've ever seen him be, like, crazy aggressive, right, is Kansas, right? Where those, his senior On the sideline, 53 yards yeah. away. And then after the game against Ohio State where he plants the flag, right, uh, after the game. So, I don't know. Some of those guys still haven't let go. Uh, like Bosa, like when they played the Browns last time, he got a sack. He planted the flag because Baker did it like three years earlier. Um, athletes are petty, man. So I don't know. Maybe Baker has a sneaky, feisty side. Well, Slowly. and then Odell this week, I think he he shared that portrait of himself in a Rams <laughs> uniform, picking himself up in a Browns uniform. Uh, incredible, just incredible shade from Odell Beckham Jr. I think that. That's a really good one because I do think there's like legitimate animosity and they would legitimately want to beat each other up. Like this isn't just a payday thing. This is like a no, we really dislike each other and we would like to hurt the other person. Who is on Baker's side in the Browns locker room, do you think? Anybody? Uh, Not fathers of (laughs) the the players. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't think there's anybody. It doesn't seem like that's that's another thing in this whole thing. Like. Nobody's come out and said, I love my quarterback, Baker Mayfield, like throughout all of this. Like, I can't think of one player who stepped up for Baker um, during the OBJ thing, during the Deshaun Watson thing, during the whole Browns chaos. Like, I feel like nobody has really come out and said, like, we could have just kept Baker. Like, Baker's my guy. Well, I mean, think about it. Uh, they gave they gave David Njoku $54 million contract. Think about what he's done. They're basically saying – you no longer have Baker as a quarterback, so now <laughs> you're going to be good. Essentially, they're betting on his athleticism and upside, which I would do too, but um, they're, they're ignoring his rookie year, his rookie contract, and because of the quarterback he had. And that's how I read it. Um, I don't know. That may be off. but Yeah. Uh, no, I think there is something to be said about that. But uh, my, my next fight, and I mentioned I tried to go kind of position-oriented to – Try to make the the fights fair a little bit. And my quarterback matchup, I selected Josh Allen versus Cam Newton. And this really has to do with the fact that, you know, I thought about Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes because on a football field, like that's, you know, equivalent to one another. But in a boxing ring, I think Josh Allen would absolutely crush Patrick Mahomes. Like, I don't think Patrick (laughs) Mahomes is a fighter. Uh, I don't think he's got hands. Josh Allen's just so big and, and has so much size. Like I feel like the equivalent to that was Cam Newton at the quarterback position. Like they're similar size, similar weights. Like they're both just big freak physical athletes. And I think I'd be interested in seeing that boxing match. The only thing that matters to me is Cam's like entrance. Think about that. That's what up. I was going to say. His promos, about, man. Yeah, His promos would be great. Everything he would wear leading up. Um, it would be incredible, yes. Yeah. So that alone would probably make me bet on Cam, and I would probably lose. But uh, yeah, I, I, who was the boxer? I forgot his name. He wore like the spikes on his shoulder. Um, he fought Fury. Um, uh, Deontay Wilder. Yeah, Wilder. He he would make Wilder's entrance look like nothing. I imagine he would just go so over the top. That is like because Cam would be talking trash too. Like you need. Oh. 
you need like the like the Conor McGregor level of like showmanship ahead of a fight. And I feel like Cam would just be running his mouth like crazy. So, yeah, we'd like to see that one. Um, I, I think Cam would definitely put on a show there. Your next fight, KP, was Michael Thomas versus Carlton Davis. Slant boy. And I had forgotten about this. I still think that Slant Boy is one of the most disrespectful things an NFL <laughs> player has ever said publicly about another NFL player. And so size-wise, this might be weird, but I do think there would be legitimate, like, angry fists, like, I want to injure this person. I just, yes. <laughs> yes. It's been going on for a while, right? And it's, so they're in the same division. They go head-to-head a couple times a year. Um, I just don't think Carlton Davis respects him even a little bit. And because of that, like the animosity would go to obnoxious levels. Michael Thomas probably still thinks he's the best wide receiver in the NFL, even though he hasn't played in what feels like forever. So he would probably feel like he has something to prove. I just think the drawing there would be like, again, we're, if we're just talking about the buildup, the tweets back and forth, or, you know, when, you know, in boxing, they have that pre-fight where they're taking pictures with their hands next to each other. Something's going to happen right there. I would I would feel very confident about that. So that alone uh, would make me want to see this. I, I think I got Michael Thomas in the actual fight, though. He's Big got guy. the length. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got a lot of length there. Yeah, I don't know, though. All these injuries, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, can, can Michael Thomas hold up? Like, or, or do I think that he's like soft now that Carlton Davis is just like scrappy and he can give him a problem? I don't know. Yeah, this is uh that's a fight I'm definitely interested in. Um, another one of my fights that I picked was Miles Garrett versus Nick Bosa. And again, I'm just kind of picking like freak athletes that I think like it'd be cool to just see these guys go at it in a boxing ring. I almost picked Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph, but <laughs> that just wouldn't be a fair fight. I would like to see that. Like I would kind of like to see Mason Rudolph just get knocked out by Miles Garrett, but uh, it certainly wouldn't be a fair fight. That would be like minus 1000 miles Garrett at the, at the very, very least. Um, I would, I don't know who, like who would be miles Garrett because I think it might be Nick Bosa. I was going to, if there was one person, it would be Bosa. Yeah. Uh, Garrett, okay. Why Garrett are you taking Bosa? Garrett doesn't like playing run defense. I, wow. I think, I think Bosa's Bosa's a little more scrappy. It's well, and you hear the stories about the Bosa brothers and their like upbringing and like, the way they just groomed those guys to be like menacing football players. And they literally just have like feed them like full pigs and like whole like racks of, of cow <laughs> every day. Like it just feels like they've been day. groomed for this their entire lives. Yeah. Bosa's ever thrown a punch. Bosa, Bosa got like a concussion and then like two days later was like, yeah, I can play a playoff game. Yep. That's him. He's de- He'll go down go down to like a seven count and then pop right back up i could see it yeah i i think that would be a, a fair fight um i don't know if i'd pick both I, th- I still think i'd go miles garrett like it's just just freak athleticism speed like i, I think he'd just be able to 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 get one over <laughs> on, on nick bosa in that battle uh kp's next fight what, real Fane. quick who's the better football player miles garrett garrett i think garrett just has a pass rusher it's you t- you're taking that every time. Yeah, I'd pick Miles Garrett. 
right now, but Nick Bosa obviously still plenty of upside, even though he's been fantastic so that far. Was so. Quick too for both of you guys. I don't know that there's a wrong answer. I mean, we're talking about what, like top three, top four uh, edge rushers. Um, dang, Bosa's really freaking good. Uh, Miles Garrett also really freaking good. Yeah, I think it comes down to me, like with Miles Garrett. Yeah, just as a pass rusher, and like when he's healthy, like he's playing himself into like that defensive player of the year category. And I still think that Nick Bosa can still like ascend to that level. Uh, but the next fight uh, from KP, Vic Fangio versus John Harbaugh. This is a this good is one. This, this is, is elder like, abuse. <laughs> it, well, this is this is like the parking lot fight. Like this is the fight that goes on while everybody's still like trying to get into the arena and like everybody's crushing beers in the parking lot before they go in. Cause they cost $15 inside. That's, that's Vic Fangio and John Harbaugh. Yeah. The backstory here. um, Last, I think it was last year, right. Where um, John Harbaugh just wanted to get Lamar a certain record. And I I think it was a hundred yards or something. Yeah. He he wanted to keep the consecutive, 100 yard games which cool very cool to do for your players that should be widely accepted it is a game that we were talking about and i'm sure uh there's probably he's probably incentivized to do so vic fangio uh old 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 school dinosaur was not happy about that and the two went back and forth i (laughs) i don't know what i mean first of all i'm i'm not gonna bet against a hardball and e fight so i'm i would just take a hardball um take john here I think he's a hell of a coach, by the way. I don't think he gets enough credit for what he's done. But Fangio just seems like a guy who would complain the whole fight, or like complain the whole time leading up <laughs> and just make it miserable so nobody would root for him. Going out on a limb and saying the 63-year-old isn't winning the boxing match. Thank well, you, Justice. But, and John's not quite as crazy as Jim, but like he still has that. Like, I, I yeah. think he, yeah. he's just better at hiding it than Jim. So, it's like, not a fair comparison for like anybody, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, I just like, you could see him, you know, biting Vic Fangio's ear off, like Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield or something like that. Like, that, that Jim told me to. That in him. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Jim's like, Jim's in his corner, just bite it, bite him <laughs> right now. So, my next fight. I chose Derrick Henry versus Jonathan Taylor. Derrick Henry's got a little bit of size on him. He'd have to drop some weight for this thing. But, man, these two dudes just, I think, you know, argument for top one, two running back in the NFL. They're both just physical monsters. And I think Derrick Henry would win this fight, but I'd still like to see this. I would pay for this fight. I'm taking Derrick Henry over, like, anybody, honestly. I just, I can't see him. What are you gonna? So you're gonna hit him with like a one two. You're gonna hit him with a hook and hit him with an uppercut. Whatever it may be, um, he's gonna go down. Like how many shots is it gonna take for you to get Derrick Henry down? That's a real question. I kind of like Jonathan Taylor here. He's got a little more wiggle. You can't you can't be super stiff and and win as a boxer. I don't know. Could he could he tire Derrick Henry out? Like play play on the ropes. They're like, oh, it's down. it's third down. Derrick Henry gonna walks out of the ring. Bring up. Uh... <laughs> Bring up his fourth quarter stats. He gets stronger as the fight goes on. He gets stronger as the game goes on, man. You talk about being agile. We're in we're in a boxing ring, man. He doesn't have to uh, avoid a linebacker. He just has a sidestep. Um, he probably has what the, the reach on him too. I uh, him, who would be favorite? 
I, I think Henry would be favorite. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think Henry's favorite too. So I, I meant to ask this. So we we talked about Vic Fangio and John Harbaugh. What NFL head coach right now, like, do you think is like could step into a boxing ring and like like be all of the rest of them? Dan, Dan Campbell's Campbell. such a good answer, Mister Kneecap. Yeah, yeah, Dan Campbell probably wants this to happen. Like he's he's ready for the day <laughs> for this to happen. Like, he's this at, is he's why at I the owners' meetings, just like man, I wish someone would. That's how that's how they decide who gets the f- number one overall pick from now on. Oh, like man. just a, a boxing bracket, and Dan Campbell just wins every year. CJ yes. Stroud, welcome to Detroit. <laughs> you got to fight your head coach for the starting job. <laughs> I'm actually, I, I'm on board with this. That would be that would be a fun way to pick uh, the NFL draft order. I think the older coaches, like Andy Reid, can't fight anybody, but like he could he could substitute somebody. Like he could put one of his assistants in there or something for. He, he just throws Bianami in. He's like, here, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, have your shot. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I'm I'm on board with this now. Uh, but uh, next boxy match from KP, Mike Tomlin versus Antonio Brown. This is a really good one. Um, I don't I think I would take Tomlin, like even though I know Antonio Brown's in good shape and he's always been like a, an insane athlete and like workout exercise all the time and probably still is, even though he's probably not going to be in the NFL next year. I just think that Tomlin, according to him. I just think Tomlin's feisty, man. Tomlin's feisty. I just don't think Tomlin's going down. Give me the dog here. Probably a short dog, too. I, Mike Tomlin, I don't know what his background is, where he's from, but I imagine he's been in plenty of fights, and I imagine Antonio Brown is going to be like the showboater kind of guy, the guy who's dancing around, prancing around the ring, doing all this um, fluff before the, the boxing match actually starts. And then once it's time, just nope, no power, no nothing. And Tomlin catches him. And I would I would even bet the KO line on this one, baby. I'm taking Tomlin all the way. I bet Tomlin has elite dad strength. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm betting on dad strength in this situation. Also, like, there's there's no promise that like Antonio Brown it makes it to the fight, right? Like, he, he can... <laughs> <laughs> there's always it's a great point other factors that that can play in like i could see him like weight day just like oh he's 20 pounds over the limit somehow like, like this doesn't if, make sense and then he's like well i didn't actually want to do this anyway so if this fight is in like vegas or miami or something where he has a chance to go out the night before yeah good luck or like the first time Mike Tomlin just pops him really good, he just walks out of the ring. Nope. Yep. I'm good. Yeah. Shirt nope, off. He's doing jumping jacks. <laughs> yeah. Same <laughs> thing he did with the Bucks. Just peace out. Uh, I'm oh. out of here, and it's over. Beyond brand. Yeah, I could totally see that with Antonio. Brown. I think all of that about Antonio Brown is so true. Like Mike Tomlin would not only should would not only win the fight, but would be the heavy betting favorite, despite the fact that he's like. 18 years older than Antonio Brown, like easily. Uh, my next fight, and this is one of my favorite ones that I picked, was cornerback matchup between Jalen Ramsey and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is just notorious for being one of the louder corners in the NFL and really trash-talking. I think it was Michael Thomas, his own teammate, who punched him in practice. And I think Michael Thomas like broke his hand um, and had to sit out games because of it. 
I just think there's a lot of NFL players that would really like to fight Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. And we know Jalen Ramsey is not afraid of a fight, as we've seen occasionally here on the football field. So I think this would be entertaining. This would be the most entertaining uh, just trash talk hype fight, too, in general from both sides. Whatever the number of punches thrown, just hammer the under because they would just be talking trash the whole time. They'd, they'd be just going in a circle the entire time, just talking crap to each other. I don't think anybody's going to actually throw a punch, though. They don't really seem like the two guys who – like, sure, they do talk an insane amount of trash, and they mix it up every now and then, but um, I think it's it's more – it stays at the talking trash level as opposed to uh, getting into the physical stuff. Like, you remember the A.J. Green uh, fight with Ramsey? He said Coughlin told him to just lay there and not do anything in a fight. <laughs> like, come on, man. I don't know who wins this fight, but I would want Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to win. Just keeping that streak alive oh, and just having goodness. him just be able to talk trash. Is the great. tweets after, if you want. And this it guy got in Tom Brady's face. <laughs> Tom Brady. It would never end, too. We'd be we'd be 25 years down the line, and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson still be tweeting at Jalen Ramsey about that time he beat him in a boxing match. That's so yeah. good. Like, the... The the hype and the just yeah the the back and forth around that one would be by far the most entertaining just uh, verbal fight I, I think that we could have picked on this list uh, last couple ones for me my defensive line fight Aaron Donald versus Cam Hayward there was a couple of guys that I almost picked here to go up against Aaron Donald I think Aaron Donald had to be the number one option just because he's Aaron Donald and Aaron Donald legitimately looks like. He could just go be a heavyweight boxer too and be good at it. Uh, Like Derek Wolf was somebody that I considered just because I think of all the stories uh, like from that Broncos locker room about what a psychopath he is and how (laughs) like a Super Bowl winning team that had an incredible defense that had like peak Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware. And they were like, no, Derek Wolf's the guy that nobody messes with. Uh, That's the dude that everybody's afraid of in the locker room. So I thought about him, but he's coming off a hip surgery. I don't think Derek's getting around very well these days. So I went with Cam Hayward, who seems to be only getting better with age. And I think physically he's got the best chance of matching up with Aaron Donald. I, um, I'm not betting against Donald against anybody. What's every time when a guy willingly, no, no, I'm not going to say when a guy, when a person like Aaron Donald willingly flaunts, um, his physique like Aaron Donald does, I feel like it's for a reason, right? Like he wants you to know, don't mess with me. So uh, a lot of, sometimes it's just all talk, but I don't think that's the case here with old Donald. You've seen him like spar with the guy with knives, right? You've seen that video where he's like, he's sparring with the trainer and the trainer has knives in his hand and he's still very normal thing to do. All the punches. What game was it where Aaron Donald like went to the sideline, took off his pads and everything, and then put his helmet back on to go start a fight? Like after the, after the game, I don't remember who it was against, but yeah, that's Aaron Donald. Like he took all of his stuff off, put his helmet back on, and said, "Okay, let's go." Yeah, I'm not betting against Donald. Yeah, even though Cam, Cam Hayward is interesting because he does have the length, but I just don't know if there's a, like he is just a ball of power. He's just in a ball of explosion. I would not bet anyone to beat him. Maybe like the in the body world. shots. 
Good lord, man. Uh, and just his speed. Like, there's a legitimate chance, I think, that if Aaron Donald took boxing seriously and stepped into a ring, he's just like prime Mike Tyson. Yeah. Just dominating it. Like, give Aaron Donald nine months. He could he could be the like MMA champion. Endurance is there, power is there, uh, agility, like everything you need is there. He probably just needs to work on it, like fine-tune his, you know, throwing punches. And that should take nothing for a guy like that. He, I think he'd just be uh, an absolute monster. Um, last one from me, and this is my offensive lineman matchup. I picked Trent Williams versus Tyron Smith. And again, this is just strictly an athletic matchup. I think, though, like Trent Williams is an absolute monster and beast. But in terms of just like physique and conditioning, I might take Tyron Smith here because he's just like we look at his size and how big he is and how muscular he is for an offensive tackle. It just doesn't make sense. Like It doesn't make sense how cut Tyron Smith is as a player. His arms are long as hell, too. Like that that's one of the other issues. I, I just realized, speaking of arm length, we missed a we missed one. I Chandler just got Jones. One too. Ooh. Chandler I, Jones. I was right? gonna go um uh Daniel Hunter. Chandler Jones and Daniel Hunter. Let's throw him into a ring. I, I'd buy that right now. <laughs> in the 2019, uh, when the Vikings played the, the 49ers in the playoffs, like I was on the sideline and I saw 99 in purple walk by, and I've never seen an athlete like that. Like there was no body fat, no nothing. He was just he looked like an action figure. It was insane. Um, Jones would be a good one because his brother, obviously, UFC right. fighter. Um, Trent Williams, Hooper, uh, athlete. They they tell stories like when they when he would go in Houston and he would play basketball, like people obviously don't think that he would be any good, but he was just like killing people. So he's he's a very good athlete. Um I mean you guys have seen him move. I, I we know his power because he hit Richard Sherman in the face. Uh <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna bet against Trent. I, I would take Trent over Tyron. I think I'd take Trent just because Tyron can't stay healthy anymore. Right. But Tyron before he would have gotten banged up, I think he would have been, might have been the best offensive lineman fighter. Like, like Steven mentioned, like, dude, he's long as hell. He's got no fat on him and somehow can play NFL left tackle. Like, that's crazy. I don't, I don't think we've ever seen a guy as cut as him, as athletic as him, as long as him in the NFL. It just seems like he's past his heyday now. So I'd, I'd be willing to take Trent. He is in his prime, like, he is the actual physical manifestation of the incredible Hulk. Like he just actually <laughs> is that guy. Like it doesn't make any sense how massive he is as a person. And yeah, hey, I, he, you're probably right. Uh, he, he's past his prime injuries and stuff. So Trent would probably get him. On there that. were probably bodybuilders who had photos of Tyron Smith. Uh, at, <laughs> yeah. at some point. Like they wanted to aspire to what yeah, he was bringing. They were like, the that's what I'm talking about. This is what I'm saying. So what's our athletes that we've been blessed with, man? So so what's our before we get out of here? What's our main event? Like what what what's headlining this boxing match? I think it might be Cam, Josh, and Cam. Um, yeah, I mean, is or quarterback AB? (laughs) People people would want to see the quarterback, and with the way that we talked about Cam's intro, it probably would. Yeah. I feel like that would be one of the worst fights, though. Like, it's all it's all just for uh, KM showmanship. And you know he'd be showing off in the ring, too. And then Josh Allen would just, like, knock him out. 
probably open with Ramsey and uh, Gardner Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's a fight. You gotta, you gotta be, a, you gotta be in your seats to see, but maybe open with Tomlin and Brown, just so like Antonio doesn't have to like wait around because the longer he has to wait, <laughs> the less likely he, he would fight. So. That's part of his fight contract. <laughs> right. Gotta be first. the first one. Cause I'm trying to bounce. <laughs> I tried to like you guys are going to be lucky if I even show up on time. I certainly <laughs> am not trying to be there all night. Get it done oh. early so you can get get back in street clothes and sit yeah, sideline ringside. I have things to do. I really want to see that Mike Tomlin versus Antonio Brown fight. But uh, thank you guys for listening to this week's edition of NFL University. That is uh, some boxing matches we'd like to see across the NFL. If you could, we always appreciate that you please rate and review us on Apple and Spotify. You can follow KP on Twitter at KP underscore show. You can follow Justice at J-U-M-O-S-Q. I'm Steven Serta. That's where you can find me. We'll talk to you guys next week.